I'm Minnie Latif and I'm Australia's beauty boss and this is the business behind the beauty. You see, it doesn't just take a village, it takes a pack of wolves to hunt through the business world and after 10 years in the beauty industry, I'm going to give my wolf gang the true story behind what it really takes to run your own hustle. Together, we will survive the highs and lows of the dirty word entrepreneurship. So plug in and escape. These next moments are all yours. Westside for life. Enjoy the episode. Um, Madge, do you mind coming in here? Because I've just got to get the setting right. And I need, ooh, <laughs> need to see. <laughs> Jolene. 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 What about me? What about ooh, me? Oh, hello. It isn't fair. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> We are slightly yeah, we perform at 1,000%. All the time. All the time. So we're doing a podcast today. Let me tell you. Do you know who's coming in today? I do. I think I forgot to bring my stuff. Oh, I left it at home. I'm wearing it today. She's the founder of Press Play Cosmetics. So some of you guys may have leaned in a little bit, Mesh, so people can see you on our Instagram because I don't want to go too much further out. Hi, Gorinda. Um, so she's the founder of Press Play Cosmetics, which we'll talk about in the podcast. And also she has four laser cl- uh, skin clinics as well. It's called Smart Skin Clinics. Um, which are all over Melbourne. I love Logan Paul. <laughs> Who else loves? I love Logan Paul too. But he's into Kendall Jenner. So, mini Latina oh. Kendall Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at over there? <laughs> Do you think I'm in with a chance with Logan Paul? <laughs> She's focused on the car parks out here. <laughs> I don't even know why I turned up to work today. <laughs> We're all, we, all the different walking pages. zombies today. Oh We're my good. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <sighs> oh my God. Anyway, I did have someone that was meant to come in last week. Should I name and shame him? Hmm. What do you reckon? Because he cancelled on me twice now. Hmm. What do you reckon? Should we name and shame him? Well, it's up to you. <laughs> would you name and shame him? <laughs> he would name and shame himself. Then name and shame <laughs> He should come on um, our live any second at some point. Come on. Um, he's actually doing our grazing table next week. Uh, so that's been confirmed. Name and uh, shame after then. After, <laughs> after he feeds us. Love you. <laughs> um, yeah, but I did say to him, he asked me what I'm doing today. I said preparing for another podcast. Podcast. <laughs> appreciate Preparing for another podcast that you're not on. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. he's cool i really like him um so today we're actually this morning we were meant to do a podcast with xavier who beauty by xavier but unfortunately i couldn't get into the office in time for his podcast but i have made it in time for kate so we're doing kate and xavier will be coming in next week so that'd be really cool xavier do you know much about him is it beauty by xavier his handle Yes, I think it is. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he's doing his own series on YouTube. Wow. So I don't know too much about it. So we'll find out more next week on that one. Cool. Um, but I do want to bring it out to you guys as well. What areas do you want us to cover in the world of small business in Melbourne? Like what other kind of business models? So we're going to have, um, obviously we're doing cosmetics a lot. Don't do that, Maj. 
that is very annoying on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're definitely doing cosmetics. We're definitely we always do because that's what we do as a business as well. Um, food eventually will get here <laughs> if our schedules can align. Um, and then we've got um, influencer world. You know, mm. the young Instagram world. Mm. What do you reckon? What other kind of industries would you be interested in, Madge? me on the spot here i like to hear about startups i do i always love hearing about how people started up from an uh, you know it it was an idea and then how it became oh my god there's so many cameras today all right yeah There is the man of the hour, Mr. Rocco's Delicatessen. We just named and shamed you on Instagram Live. It wasn't a name and shame. Well, I just named you. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, Everybody wants to have Chris from Rocco's Deli to come onto the podcast. Yeah. So we're going to have to lock in a time with you. Mr. McQueen. So, <laughs> look at that. Ouch. <laughs> no, we said that we still adore you because you're feeding us next week at our um, our Browse and Business Masterclass. So, no one wants to be misfed in any shape or form. <laughs> I mean, you want the mortadella? Yeah. Oh, mortifying. On point. That's oh, right. The no, we're just keeping the chairs warm for all of our future guests that are coming here. So, like I said, we couldn't do Xavier this morning, but he's been rebooked in for next Tuesday morning. So that's mm. going to be really cool. Kate will be here in probably about ten minutes. Um, and Kate, actually from Press Play Cosmetics, is one of our sponsors next week. So she's bringing in the goodies for the goodie bags, which that's are pretty cool, super exciting. Um, and guys, guess what? We nearly have sold out of tickets. I literally only have five tickets left. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, so um, five tickets of the night of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I have an outfit for next week. We just you? need a karaoke machine <gasps> next week. That's oh what we need. Oh, my God. Who yeah. <laughs> listened to our karaoke that I watched on Instagram this morning and followed by deleting every single video? Actually, he's alive on Ottoman 3 still. Is it still yeah. there? <laughs> I thought I genuinely was on par with Whitney and Celine last Me night. too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Especially, and then the tones were up and down and were really... Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. God, uh, it's tiring, though, singing. It's very tiring. Yeah. I found, like, there was a bit of a catwalk thing going on. Everyone on this live, buy your tickets. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. <laughs> I think that we could really do the singing thing as another gig. I know we have the microphone. We the wedding the singers, mate. Just hi, Minnie Madge. We're good. Yeah, we are Tanya so does good. a bit of, she does oh, like, Oh, yeah. she's our professional. we got two professional dancers, by the way. We've got Tanya and we've got um, Taylor yes. as well. Yeah. I think Kate's here. Oh, no, oh, Chef's chef. here. Oh, bring the chef on the podcast. Hi, Chef Roxy. Hello, hello. Come and, come and sit down. Oh, come Shall and take I... a seat. Yeah. Exit. Guys, do you want to meet my oh, chef? Oh, come, come sit down. Oh, my God. And the I'm food. Like, Should we do yeah. an unboxing of the food right on Instagram Live? Take a seat. Let everyone yes, see you. They think you. I'm talking to the empty chair here. Everyone, this is okay. Chef Roxy. Come a little closer. Yeah. 
You're Hi. on camera there, you're on live there, and this is my okay, backup so recording because okay. I keep stuffing everything up. Chef, what is your Instagram handle so people can find you? Private Chef Rosa. Private Chef Rosa. Rosa. Yes. It's this Italian accent I find yeah. a little bit difficult sometimes. <laughs> but she's definitely thebomb.com. Have you brought my food in today? Yeah. Okay. Just before you show us your food, yeah. tell me, how long have you been a chef for? It's almost nine years. Nine years. Actually, I started when I was really, really younger. Oh, because so. you are oh, very young. You're still yeah. in your 20s, aren't you? Can so, I ask your age? Do you mind? 27. Okay. Do you have a problem with people asking your age? Just in general. You know how they say you never ask mm. a lady her age. Do you have a problem no, with that? I don't care, actually. Yeah. Why yeah. should you, right? I think it's so oh. bad that women have this theory that they should hide their age. Why? I don't know why. Me either. Your generation is a little different, Chef, though, because I think um, your generation of empowerment and equality and all of this, whereas generations yeah. before, women were constantly fighting to have their voices heard and ageism was definitely one of the issues. Like, people were judging women based on their age. So I guess perhaps they wanted to remove that element to remove one more yeah. thing yeah, of being true. judged. But I, I'm a generation before you, barely. Just, guys, just. Um, and I don't feel that way at all. I never have. When I was a kid, I couldn't wait to be older. I wanted to be yeah. an adult. And then as an adult, I just feel so proud of every year getting older and what I've achieved. I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at me and go, oh, you're 42, I feel like, yeah, that means respect my wisdom, respect my time on it. I don't want you to want me to be younger. You know yeah, I, mean? I understand, understand. And I totally agree with you. And you agree? Oh, that's yes. why we're on the same page. All right, should we talk food? Yes. What is your favorite cuisine in the world to cook? Honestly, depends on my mood. Your mood? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I love cook everything. Uh -huh. And I love experiments, new things, Ooh. you know. Okay, what did you cook for me today? Mm. Do you want to see? Yeah, let's bring it out. Do you guys want to see? I mean, there's only two people. <laughs> let's show them. But you're also being recorded, so we can maybe show little snippets later as well. You are on my podcast, by the way. Welcome. Thank yeah. you. Guest appearance, Chef Roxy. All right. We've got the first. Oh, it says buckwheat spirals with salmon, asparagus, and hemp pasta. Does that mean I'm going to... Pesto, sorry. Am I going to get high? No, not with hemp seeds. <laughs> not hemp seeds, not getting high. All right, that is warm as, oh my God, it's just come out of the kitchen. Okay, next. Ooh, it could be so warm. All right, spicy turkey with soy sauteed veggie. Oh my God. Oh, is that the veggie that goes with it? So that's a set. Yeah, no Uber Eats for me, guys. This is my Uber Eats. Rice and beans. Ooh, is that a meal in itself? Yes. Okay, cool. Rice and beans, yum. How's she going so far, everybody? All right, and then we've got red Thai curry with beans, vermicelli. Vermicelli. Vermicelli <laughs> and prawns. That's my favorite. Love this. One, two, three, four. Oh, I've got two more meals to go. Just got to get me through the week. Still recording. Um, homemade chestnut fettuccine with lamb ragu. Yum! And udon noodles soup. And um, that's the broth. And the egg. And the egg. What yeah. do I do with the egg? You need to just open it. Is that raw? No, it's us way cook. Uh, okay. So if you want, you can cook it 
for a lot longer. Okay, so it, what do I do? I warm this up, pour it into the pour the yes. broth into the noodles, yes. and then crack open the egg yes. on top. Yes, right. It's semi like it's um it's boiled, it's like a but poach. it's it's kind of poached. Yeah. Okay, so it's a little bit runny. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm so excited. Well, buyurunuz yeylim, everybody. I'm just inviting them all over the cup yeah. and eat. All right, that's so cool. Who's your favorite client? You. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to everyone. I'm like, who's your prettiest boss and everything like that? Yeah, I mean, I need a lot of self-validation, clearly. All right, so you've worked in Australia for how long? Five years. Five years? a long time it's a long time you're probably so quickly have you lived in melbourne the whole five years yes yeah have you traveled to other parts of australia not really Mm, okay i know you travel to san francisco often as well (laughs) how is our friends in san fran everything good everything's good we love america don't we we both have a little bit of our hearts in america don't we when are you due to go back hope soon soon yeah i don't know when but Okay. Maybe January? When destiny allows for it. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. Well, Chef Roxy, is there anything you want to tell the people of Melbourne, Australia, and a little bit of US and UK? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, by just the way, follow me. <laughs> just follow her. Yeah, we've got to get her to a thousand followers easy. Um, and also, mm-hmm. my meal requirements, I always ask for pretty much low carb, right? Yes, no carb, pretty much no gluten. No gluten, yeah. And low salt, no sugar. Yeah, and that's all sugar-free. And everything is like fresh. Super fresh, amazing ingredients, all of that kind of stuff. So where's your favorite place in Melbourne to get your fresh fresh produce? What kind of markets do you like? South Melbourne. Yeah, mine too. I really love it. Yeah, me too. Which is your favorite, What where in South Melbourne market, like what? Mm, pretty much everywhere. Is I just have my supplier for the fish, just one there. Which one? It's Aptus, is the name. Yeah, that's it. You've got I'll the bag. That's right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. All right, well, we're a big South Melbourne local community right here. And we're always supporting it. Um, it's such good timing to have you come in when um, we're recording. So welcome yeah, to that's the nice. podcast. Is you. this your first podcast? Yeah. I've just popped your podcast cherry. Woo! All right. Well, guys, this is Chef Roxy, and um, we'll see you on the other side. All right, guys. So I am so lucky today. I've got a gorgeous guest, and I'm getting to know you way too well off the mic. So I'm like, stop okay. talking. Okay. Let's get into the oh, studio because okay. yep. we've got to record all of this good good shit you know well, we've got to break the ice so we wanted to break the ice and get break the ice a little bit well who want to know first who you are so yep. you're kate you're and i don't know whether i introduce you as from press play cosmetics or smart clinics Where, who how do you introduce yourself you do it which company represents you more at this point in your career uh, or are they choose. they're like can't choose children. your children no 50 50 love yeah all right just like your two sons right you yes. love them equally <laughs> yeah i love them equally but like smart skin's been around for 10 years so that's okay my oldest baby like so. me with ottoman three yeah God, we do this, have a lot of similarities can we, we do this is our 10 year anniversary so um oh, congratulations yeah it's emotional it's a big deal it is and really press play is more like my little baby how old is Press Play, by the way? Oh, okay, so it was Inception was 2016 or okay. late 2016. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's nearly three years or yeah. three years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, it's been a long time in the making. I can't wait to talk about press play in particular. <laughs> but to be honest with you, when I mentioned that I, I just said I'm having someone from a laser clinic industry coming in. Yeah. The questions went. Oh, everyone really? wanted to know about laser, okay. big okay. time. So I think okay. we're going to have to go both ways. But before we even talk about either of those, we're going to get a little bit personal. Okay. I always <laughs> ask my guests this very simple question what did you want to be when you were a kid like when you were a kid what did you want to be when you grow up yes I'm dying to know what you wanted to be okay this is gonna sound ridiculous but I wanted to be a magician (laughs) (laughs) I love a magician yes why I don't know I just I think maybe I don't know did I want to be a performer did it but now I look at it like theory is it like theoretically not theoretically um I look at it in a way in a sense like maybe I just wanted to be someone who was able to manifest yeah. and create magic yeah. and create things. Yeah. So I say that because I remember myself as a kid doing the little, you know, the little magic tricks yeah. and all of that Did stuff. Did you have like a, a box of magic, yes. I yes. don't know, tools and stuff? Yes. And I do oh. little performances for my family or reenactments of, you know, movies and stuff like that. Oh, my god! I just walk into the, you know, in the lounge room when we had guests and put on little shows and stuff like that. And Did you charge them? No. How entrepreneurial I wasn't entrepreneurial <laughs> then. I had no clue about all that thing. So, and then as I grew up, I, re- I realized, no, I'm not a performer or anything like that. But I think now I see it as like, I just wanted to make To make, happen. create. Yeah, create, to create. Or and be an inventor or create yeah. something and make something that made people's lives easier. Yeah. And do the unexpected. Which I'm sure you've um, uh, impressed people over the years or done stuff that maybe they didn't expect of you as well over the years. So you're a Melbourneian? No, where are you yes, from? Yes. Oh, you are. Oh, you 100%. are. Oh, is that? Uh, yes, sorry. Like, <laughs> that was a hell yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, cool. Can't you tell? <laughs> I know you're an Aussie, I'm but a um, you're a Westie? Yeah. Oh, my God. So you're like proper Wolfgang. So the Wolfgang, I do you am, know much about? I'm here. I'm so honoured. Oh, and it's so rare no, as I'm well. <laughs> oh my god, it's so rare. Kate walked in, by the way, guys, this morning or this afternoon with a beautiful bouquet of flowers and every colour under the rainbow nail polish for my little daughter. So sweet, <laughs> so so sweet. She uh, currently is sporting yellow and red on her nails, um, alternate nails, of course. She's just so cute. When I saw it, I was just like, I just thought of her. (laughs) This is so up her alley. I'm like, yeah. Now, I'm going to apologize to you in advance, but we had our Christmas party last night, so we're all feeling a little seedy today. It was, it was, it was a performance. I saw that. That looked so fun. I do believe I need to be there. Well, you know, it was a bit of the karaoke event. We had this private room and a fantastic, I cannot brag about this place enough. It's called Supernormal in Flinders Lane in Melbourne in the mm-hmm. city. Um, it's Japanese inspired and everything tasted amazing. And we had really complex food requirements. You know, we okay. had the vegetarians that don't eat any seafood but eat chicken. Okay. And don't have egg. Okay. <laughs> it was complex and nothing was too hard for, 
for these guys at Supernormal. Oh, wow. It was so good. The cocktails were just rolling in and then the microphone, I got it and I never wanted to let go. So <laughs> I did my Whitney's and my Celine's and, you know, and everyone else under the sun. It was cool. I, I had a good old time. But we um, had a late night, to say the least. Okay, and you're um, great. You're live and kicking. Well, that's why the girls outside are eating McDonald's. I know that. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a regular thing, but I'm going to um, go with no. Maybe fortnightly there would be a okay. McDonald's run, maybe every three weeks. But my chef has just left and she brought in some wholesome food for me. If I don't do that, then mm. I'll order very badly. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. So let's rewind 10 years ago. Sorry, even <laughs> further than that, before Smart Clinics, what were you doing in your work life? I was a makeup artist. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you been doing that for? Or were you doing that before? before I was then? just a freelance makeup artist. So mm-hmm. I, I was like beauty school dropout. Yeah. You yeah. can say that. And Sandy. then. Yeah, and I kind of did. We sung that last night too. I'm sure you did. Um, So I had, um, I had a lot of different jobs. Actually, I was working probably three or four jobs before I realized what direction I wanted to head in. Mm -hmm. And beauty was a personal area of interest for me. Yeah, and I think anything I ever do, I need to have that personal interest for myself. Yeah. Um, But it's funny because a lot of the people that you know become successful do that because they it was something that they personally wanted to get involved yeah. in like they had a really a passion interest. for it yeah yeah so yeah I was one of my many jobs was makeup artist and then I, I realized it was great but mm-hmm. I wanted to expand on that mm-hmm. and then yeah I ended up doing a beauty therapy course okay which I just passed okay yeah and I say are that you because... <laughs> are you one of those students that you love learning but you hate being a student like I yeah. don't love school yeah I mean I no, I was learning and I was pretty good, but mm-hmm. I think what I get, I was just, look, how do I say this? Mm-hmm. Girls, when they get together, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bitchiness. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can say that. And, yeah. and till this day, it's, yeah. I think it's still the same. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of women power going mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. you know, put a bunch of young women in a room mm-hmm. and there's going to be conflict. Mm-hmm. So I didn't love that aspect of it. Sure. And as soon as I finished it, I was like, I'm not even working for anyone. I'm going to do my own thing Wow. because I want to set the tone. I want to yeah. be my own boss and I want to make, you know, my environment the way I want to make it. Yeah. And so. so you were so disheartened by that. Let's just call it bitchiness that you yeah. can see in this environment that yeah. you're, it's, it's so disheartening that you remove yourself instantly from it. Don't mm. you feel it's so sad that women can be like that, especially the younger girls who are mm. still trying to find their way. And, yeah. and we're, cause we're dealing with a lot of this stuff now digitally, right? Yeah. The, influ- um, the Instagram world and, you know, we see things on social media and there's so much. I have one absolutely stunning um, influencer that we work with. Um, her name is uh, Nadia Perry and she's yeah. just a, a very unique looking as well. She's half Persian and half English. Like okay. from, I think her mum's from Yorkshire. So she has this very unique look where she could look very English and then she mm. could look very Middle Eastern. It just depends on how she, you know, designs her look and stuff. She makes amazing content, Sounds right? Exciting. She's on YouTube <laughs> and she does really great stuff on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And occasionally she will share with her Instagram followers some of the hate she gets on YouTube. Mm. And they, she has really high, naturally quite high cheekbones. Um, yeah. And she'll get hated on that. Oh, your face is so fat. You're so ugly. 
Why? What is it in your day that makes you need to even say that comment, let alone even think it, right? There's mm. one thing to look at something and go, I don't appreciate the aesthetics of something fine. Yeah, yeah. But the need to sit down and then make this comment, and I do believe it's an age thing, because as we get older, I always say this, you haven't had your ass kicked yet. Life <laughs> has not kicked you up the asshole yet. And once your life has kicked you up the asshole, yeah. that's when you start to become more humble. Yeah. And you start to pair back on the bitchiness and the judginess and stuff. So these young girls that are still going through whatever their education is yeah. have not had life. They think they have had yeah, life kicked totally. up the ass, <laughs> but they haven't yet. There's that's so, so true. much more shit that is yet to, to come and hit you. Um, and then... It's so bad that we instantly start to remove ourselves from it. In your mm. case, it was a good thing, Kate, because yeah, you've created I mean, your entrepreneurial it, it life, right? well for me. Yeah. It worked amazing for me. But I think now I've learned to, um, you know, understand what's going on in people's Why? inner world and mm. not take it at face value and not judge that situation and just appreciate mm-hmm. people for what they are and, you know, work with their mm-hmm. issues and mm-hmm. help them come through that. Like yeah. working with so many young girls <laughs> and also being young myself. So you have a young team of yeah. women then, right? So you've got four laser clinics, mm-hmm. right? And then you also have the cosmetic brand, Press yeah. Play. So is your team, yeah, tell us a little bit, like what does your team look like? Yeah, so this year is actually the biggest year for me in, term, part, in terms of my team. So mm-hmm. it's the biggest it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I think we're close to like 20 now, 20 Woo-hoo. employees. All women? All women. Wow. And what my kind husband. of age? And your husband, God bless him. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about him later. Uh, with the uh, women, what age groups roughly are they? Oh, look, it's anywhere from 19 mm-hmm. up until 31. So no one over 30. I'm the oldest. 31. I'm always the oldest one. You're the oldest. Mm. Why is that? What, like, an older women not applying for these? Are we talking um, therapist-type roles in the clinics? So Therapists, yeah, yeah, and I've got a couple of girls in the office as well. Yeah, okay. So and we've so got admin-type roles. Yeah. All right. Marketing. Uh, yeah. Um, Why graphic. are they no older, other, older than 31? I've actually never thought about that. They're but just I, not I always applied. just think that beauty is... is perceived as an exciting glamorous industry mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. obviously young girls kind of gravitate yeah, towards for sure. but then they see the truth that it's not that so mm-hmm, glamorous mm-hmm. um it's a business mm-hmm. um but i don't know maybe when you get older I, honestly i think as you get older you don't put so much emphasis on maybe beauty it's mm-hmm. more sort of like mm-hmm. your confidence mm-hmm. and maybe skincare mm-hmm. so skincare is huge when you get older but beauty mm-hmm. like you know your lashes oh, your makeup course. and yeah maybe the excessive type of mm-hmm. you know makeup and stuff that that's i think that's very much a young thing yeah yeah yeah. and, and, and young girls go through that and they kind of work out who they are and what yeah. they are and it's a bit more minimalist as you get older yeah. oh hell yeah so yeah i actually stopped using now concealer as much as i used to because it's clogging up my pores my skin is just not as yeah uh shiny i suppose or flat i don't know the skin you do have amazing skin well thank you i notice that all the time oh thank you um it is 42 year old skin here and i do get bits and bobs done oh my god do you know how long i've been waiting for this guy to call me 
like three weeks. Can we block him? No, but I'm going to uh, decline him. Andreas, I call you later. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't get <laughs> He's going to be on my podcast. calling. Andre- no, I've been um, busting his chops. So I'll let you know, Andreas, if you're listening to this podcast, I'll call you back. Who, who's on our... Oh, hello. Uh-huh. We've got lots of people that uh, they all come and go because, you know, people can't stay forever, unfortunately. I go to a place called Skinology in Albert Park. I don't know if yes. you've heard of that. I've seen you promote yeah. it. <laughs> um, it's somewhere local to yeah. where I live. And um, I was always going there just for basic things um, like facials and then mm. went into microdermabrasion. And then um, Dr. Yilmaz bought it about two years ago and she introduced Injection injectables. Okay. So, so up until two years ago, or maybe even three years now, they didn't do that stuff. Or they mm. then got that odd nurse that would come maybe every Tuesday or something like that. And then when Dr. Ilmaz um, purchased it, she's turned it into much more of a clinic as opposed mm. to you don't really go there for facials and stuff. Well, they do, being a doctor, obviously, it's become yeah. more of a medical. It's cosmetic much more cosmetic. Space. Yeah, but yeah. she's the only doctor in there, and the rest of them are all the technicians. Therapist. So she's a therapist, and she's trained them, but they're all like degree not all of them i can't really um, maybe they're dermal therapists therapists. i i I shouldn't speak on their behalf because i actually don't know that much but i know that they're highly educated in what they're doing they also got that direct contact with her as well that she uh, trains them very regularly and stuff and have access to her um and so i don't now sometimes i do just want a little facial just something relaxing and stuff and i usually go to the crown for that i because it's like a four-hour night for me i'll do it on a week night oh, i'll God. leave the office yeah listen it costs about 300 bucks right and this mm. is what i get for my 300 i get valet parking people don't realize that's this good. right you get your valet parking that's already like crown. 70 dollars. there you go and then I get to walk through the crown which yeah. I have a real soft spot for it's just a place of beautiful Don't memories for me <laughs> yeah not that I've won any money or anything yeah. like that but I, I you know it's a place of entertainment for me yeah um, and then um, I have about two I usually go about two hours before my treatment I put in my my bikini my white crochet bikini God, TMI. <laughs> my g-string bikini <laughs> Oh, my no. Brazilian card, no. That the one day, in a year, in a year I'll be able to wear it, yeah. yeah. I'm always talking about weight loss. And hopefully you can help me with it with all the lasers that you've got going on. Uh, and then I do like a little swim or lie by the pool a little bit. I whatever, chill mm. out. And then I go into the private area at the back for just the women and I go have a little like a spa, a little steam. And mm. then I rinse off, chuck on my robe and then I go and have my little cup of tea and they have little snacks there. And then I go have my facial. Yeah. And it's a Le Perrier um, brand. And so it's good. So that brand? Is that good? It's, it's so expensive, this brand. Yeah. yeah. So, like a moisturizer, like say your basic moisturizer is like four or five hundred bucks for say 50 ml. It's really excessive. So, I, I'm, look, I love a luxury product, but yeah. I don't feel that it's, unless your income is at a level where four or five hundred dollars for you is like chump change, but you go through, yeah. you would know better than anyone, yeah. you go through skincare so much so and it's fast. so important, but that is, I think, very excessive. So yeah. I'd rather spend it on the experience. So then I have this caviar facial mm. that goes for 90 minutes and it's, I've never had a bad facial there ever i've never had the same person twice and it's guaranteed they always have like the top of the top tier therapist because they do all of the bloody 
you know, people that all the internationals yeah. with money. And then I, you know, I feel I smell like a five star queen, you okay. know, and I walk out and I'm floating on air and then I drive home and I sleep like a baby. That's 300 bucks. And it went for four or five hours. Right I'm now. telling you. And then the booking is just a beautiful experience. You ring them up. They're nice on the phone. Yeah. They know what they're doing. No, they do. There's not some idiot that's on the other line going, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Huh? Yeah, I'm over bad customer service. Yeah. Okay? I can't handle it anymore. You know what you're going to get most of the time when you go to Crown, so. Well, but I actually haven't done all of that. that. And I, I, I kind of just do the, the pool yeah. and I've done a massage, but I haven't done that whole three, four hour yeah. experience. Yeah, kid but... stays at my mum for the night and yeah. that, that's my little treat. I do it every couple of months and yeah. I really feel like it's super indulgent. It is, yeah. But it's $300 for a four or five hour experience mm. and i feel amazing and there's free water Rejuvenated. oh no <laughs> free water <laughs> so you know that in. Well, nah, that but people amazing. don't realize it's kind of accessible because i can spend 300 dollars at a laser uh, it's not a laser sorry like a facial in a suburban yeah um clinic somewhere easily you know yeah. adding a bit of this adding a bit of that so i kind of like the other experience that comes with it but anyway. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing and you deserve it. So you should be doing it. And that. there's that too, the self-care, no huh? Yeah. So we spoke about that a little bit and you would have seen the involvement of that. Ten years later, how different has your clientele changed from the start? So who was coming into your clinics ten years ago versus who's coming in today? It's such a mixed bag. <laughs> Is it, has, have, has the customer evolved or...? Yeah, I think... Um, with smart skin, I think it's it's always been more of a boutique type of thing. Mm-hmm. So the customers that come to us, I don't think they're kind of like, think they want good service, mm-hmm. they want it to be affordable, and they don't care so much about status or I go to this place mm-hmm. and I go to mm-hmm. that place. They just, I just, it's more of a humble thing because yeah. I guess I started oh, out humble, yeah. and when I, I literally started from my parents' garage, mm-hmm. like doing what was the um, treatments back then that you were doing? Just laser. What kind of laser though? Hair removal. Hair removal. That's okay. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And okay. then I built off that, and then I got into skincare. But I've always loved laser, and I'm just. Are you the most <laughs> hairless person in the world? Um, have probably. you lasered every part of your body? I have. I have, but I, I no longer so. need to do it, so I don't do it. And it's just, so it's funny when you have a problem with hair, yeah. it's so annoying, but then when you don't have it, you forget that you, you no longer have, have to have that issue. So you have a Turkish background, which I only discovered today. I did not know yeah. that you were Turkish, so we're fellow Turks. You're from yeah. mainland, I'm from Cyprus. Yeah. Um, so we do understand the, the hair issue, right? Mm. It is it was one of the biggest issues of my teenage life mm. it was so embarrassing to I me so did you go through that too totally did, Just, and did you have a lot of like anglo friends who didn't have yeah. hair and you're like why yeah. am i half man yeah mm. i i just didn't know how to embrace it mm. yeah well how do you embrace hairy legs right? i think some people do though some people are not as bothered by it um, oh the hippies i don't freaking know even like <laughs> even the vlogs like they they will be like okay like You've got hair, but, you know, why would you go to so many extents to remove it? Whereas I'd be like, okay, I, there's a thing called laser. I, mm-hmm. I want to get it. I want to I want to experience it. And, like, people are like, oh, it's just, it's just a new thing and, you know, mm. it might be dangerous. And I was like, I don't care. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do it. I, and I need it. All right. So when I was, um, like, 13, it was time to start shaving my legs and my, or doing something, and my mum wouldn't let me. 
She's like, you can't shave, you have to wax. Okay. Why, mum? Because if you shave, they'll grow back thicker and worse and all that. I get asked this question all the time. Does shaving your legs stimulate hair growth? I'll just answer it for me. Yeah. Yes, it did for me. Mm, me too. <laughs> so it did for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I don't know, I think it's just your background perhaps that plays a part or your mm-hmm. hormones and stuff like that. For me, it did. So mm-hmm. I did shave, and it just became a whole lot worse. Yeah. Um, but then there are people who will shave, and it won't. It won't do that yeah. for them. But yeah, from yeah. my experience, and a lot of people that I know, and a lot of my clients, mm-hmm. shaving has like exasperated the hair growth. Damn. Like, yeah. What's the youngest you would laser someone for hair removal? Is there a rule, by the way, like from the government type thing or no. therapeutic board or anything like that? No, there actually isn't. Right. Okay. Um. So the way we would do it is. We'd always say 18 and above. And if you're mm. like 15, 16, mm-hmm. you'd have to come with the parent. Mm-hmm. They'd sign your, um, mm-hmm. you know, your consent form. Mm-hmm. But I've had people as young as 13. Mm-hmm. But I would always, always sort of like sort of try to pull them away from it. Okay. And direct Why? them away. Just because I think I just don't, I wouldn't want to encourage them to do something if they're not aware of the risks and if they're not aware yeah. of you know, like they're young, they're still growing. The number one thing is it may not work as well mm-hmm. because they're still developing. Mm-hmm. So we tell, mainly we'll just tell them all the negative. Mm-hmm. And if they're still like, that's okay, I'm willing to go through Then that, they're going to wear the risk, yeah. They'll wear the risk. And yeah. then um, it's just about what, what the reason why. If the reason is self-confidence, mm-hmm. because like mums would come to me and say, can you please laser my daughter's arms? And I'd say, mm-hmm. really? She's mm-hmm. 13 or she's mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Let's say, look, she's getting teased at school. It's mm-hmm. affecting her self-confidence. It's mm-hmm. affecting her psychology. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, oh, that, kills that would, mm-hmm. yeah, that I'd feel, mm-hmm. I'd feel that because I know how, what it's like to yeah. be that young. Self-experience, yeah. So, yeah, I'd feel for them. And so I'd be like, okay, I'll take you on as a client, mm-hmm. but you need to sign, obviously, the consent mm-hmm. and be there with them, bring them, mm-hmm. take them back. And I'm doing it for love. Yeah. I'm not doing it as a to make money thing you're doing it because yeah. you understand with the empathy on and then i'd see yeah. them wait months later and they were like so much more comfortable with their skin and the young girls are like yeah i don't worry about that anymore mm. so that's interesting that's worthwhile yeah for sure we did a whole live on this actually so on this hair. is on hair and what age right yeah uh, you would start and, and a lot of mums were piping up because they're going through this with their like 10 year old or nine year old daughters and saying yeah what do you recommend and so for me just like you Kate like I've got my own experiences as well so it's not just a here's the scientific reason of why hair grows a certain way but also what it does to you with your mental health and stuff I can tell you for a fact I wasted way too too many years stressing about my hair which now you know knowing what technology is out there and what laser can do I could have just stamped that you know button and and moved on with my time and yeah i've now got a daughter and you know she's going to have these issues too because she's half turkish half armenian you you there's hair there you know? <laughs> um well i assume she's going to have coming. these issues it's coming right <laughs> she's only three god bless her but when i'm predicting when she becomes a teenager we're going to want to shave our legs wax our legs laser our legs one of the three that's yeah. kind of your options right yeah and so in my mind I truly understand with hair growth, you've got two types of hair. You've got vellus hair and your terminal hair. And your terminal hair is the one that's the thick, ugly, 
hair that we're yeah. trying to <laughs> remove the look and feel and the vellus hair is your peach fuzz right, right. so and and that it doesn't matter how much you shave it you're not stimulating that hair but a lot of people mix it up especially like on your cheeks and your face when you do shave it some people go oh no it did come back um, thicker and it's actually not it's just that the hair shaft has been sharpened by mm. the razor and it feels sharp but it's not stimulated you can't stimulate vellus hair it will grow back exactly the same peach fuzz with terminal hair the thicker hair the ugly stuff that is you know under you know wherever it needs to be <laughs> um that's the hardest one to treat right mm. and your body sometimes continues growing it there because it's feeling like it needs to protect that skin or that orifice or whatever exactly. its purpose is, yeah right? it has a purpose it has a purpose yeah so with leg hair on your legs though there's just no need for that and i I'm... i think we're evolving though i feel like in like a okay. hundred years time we're going to want leg hair. We're naturally not going to have as much hair. No. Maybe more. Okay. More a couple of hundred years. Yeah. Because it's not necessary. Look at how, how hairy we used to be, right? I used to look yes. like the apes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the That's need my for theory. hair. Oh, well, we're not going to be around to enjoy that hairless evolution. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to self-epilate ourselves. Um, but something that I think is, what well, this is what my recommendation was, but I'm not there yet with my kid, is I actually found waxing excruciatingly painful when I was 12, 13 years old when I had my first waxing. Yeah, my waxing experiences were traumatic. Traumatic, (laughs) right? Also, I didn't have an expert do it. I had my yeah. mum do it, who made her own wax in the, you know, the sugar wax in the kitchen. So she really just traumatised me. <laughs> Maybe if I just had a nice old therapist that knew what she was doing and knew how to stretch the skin I would properly. Have it would have still been painful. Cause yeah, because you're I've a done kid, that. right? I've done Brazilian waxing mm-hmm. and by professionals and it was mm. still painful. It's still painful. And I was like, there's got to be another way. Got to be another So you can way. imagine my, you know, joy when I discovered laser and I was just oh. like, this is it. Yeah. So mm. good. So good. So I feel like Life I don't changing. think I want to put my daughter through the waxing thing, although I do love a good leg wax for the exfoliation purpose. I love the feel of the skin after you've waxed your arms and legs yeah. just because it's good to get rid of a bit of a couple of layers. But of you get, you get that with laser too. You get that mm. in the sense that it rejuvenates. Yeah. So that cell turnover happens. Yeah. And I, I personally think lasering my face all these years, which yeah. I've stopped now, but yeah. it's improved. Your skin is amazing as well, by the way. It's all right. It's Yours flawless. Is better. <laughs> I've still got pigmentation that I'm working on. So mm. I'm still, now my laser is all about um, spot treating some, I'm pointing to the one pigmentation is so hard to break through, but yeah. we're working on it. Um, and then I'm doing this other laser called green toning. I couldn't tell you exactly what it is. All I know is yeah, it's that, called yeah. green toning. Yeah. And green is good for um, targeting pigment. Yeah. Like brown spots. Yeah, so the, I do the That's green great. toning everywhere and then I yeah. do spot treatments on those really dark um, mm-hmm. skin spots, which funnily enough, I've realised is from driving because it's on my driving side, right? So my next car, I can't believe my car, which I only got last year, I said no to tinted windows. I'm like, no, I don't need that. I'm not that bougie. Uh, hell yeah, I'm bougie. I'm doing it for my skin now. Yeah. So I'm actually looking to change my car really soon. Yeah just because I want the tinted windows to save my skin and my daughter's yeah. skin too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because every summer we'll have 
a few very small incidences of people having reactions on their arms after lasering okay. and it's always the right arm because it's the, the arm sun. that faces the sun exposure and that people come in they're like why did i only react to this arm and oh. we're like, did you use a higher setting on this arm and it's like oh. and when we explain to them no because that's the arm that gets exposed to sun incidentally while you're driving yeah. is the arm that will react to the laser because it's there's heat in there or there's some sun exposure in there yeah. and even though they'll say no i haven't been sun i'm due for a holiday i haven't been anywhere mm. so we're like okay we look at it and you know it's amazing how much damage the sun can do and you don't realize when you're driving that yeah. this exposure so um dr yulma's uh, introduced me to a app called sun smart app so um, I use that and it creates a little notification every day if you need to wear sunscreen that day it will go it will ping in the morning and it'll say the sun the uv rays will be over point uh, uh, the number is three so it's three and above mm. you have to have sunscreen um and it's on days that are very overcast like yesterday was 16 overcast and you needed to wear sunscreen between 10 a.m and 5 p.m so it tells you and there's certain days where you wouldn't even think that you could get away with sunscreen and you can and this app tells you so i really love it it's sun smart i'll put it in the um notes as well guys if you want to download that it's free and it just reminds you to put your sunscreen on so i'm a big advocate for that so yeah. back to just closing mm-hmm. up with um smart skin clinics mm. obviously laser hair is the big one would you say that's yeah. still the top laser that you do there yeah and you do like other treatment yeah treatment wise yeah. most popular service Okay, and then yeah. second to that, what else do you do there? We're slowly growing our skincare services, uh-huh. so that's been probably the next thing. Yeah. But the new thing is body treatment. <gasps> I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. So, so The tightening, right? Yeah. Or reducing. Um, what is it? Doing? So we can do fat cavitation. Okay. We yeah. can do cellulite reduction. <gasps> and we can do um, skin tightening, which is so, like, I'm reaching the age now where I'm like, okay, now I get it. Like, I get it. When I started the business, I was like, man, like, the, the, I don't Your 20-year-old ass <laughs> was judging everything. I was like, this is... <laughs> People are really dead set on getting these treatments. And I was like, why? I didn't realize the obsession. And I was just like, you know, but, and same with hairdressing. I was like, mm-hmm. why is there so many hairdressers? Like, I don't get it. There's so mm-hmm. many hairdressers. Who gets their hair done? I, mm-hmm. till this day, don't mm-hmm. have a proper hairdresser. <laughs> and I don't understand the obsession. But, um, yeah, now I'm, I, I realize, yes, okay, having the babies, having mm-hmm. the skin stretch, having your stomach no longer gravity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um all mm-hmm. of that stuff it's and you're soon. like yeah like what's a hundred bucks to get a treatment and to help mm-hmm. improve the skin and all mm-hmm. of this stuff and all of the treatments that we do now mm-hmm. i actually religiously starting to do them because it's like this yeah. i, I want to age but them. gracefully you need them basically right as you yeah. all as you age yeah gravity is not your best friend no. so before yeah. it was a choice but now i feel like no now it's it's a must in right. my self-care or beauty routine that I do the actual advanced treatments yeah your body is bomba though I have to say you are hot and you had two kids too like but you've always been naturally thin you must be you can you can tell certain body types are naturally I think our body just pulled me up because Uh, you don't don't see that that. (laughs) oh my god oh my god no no I'm happy but I mean I don't think about it too much which is great good I I think I fit into my jeans that's the that's done that's all I care about yeah um but yeah there's nothing worse than not fitting into your Jeans. What your, I think your that's, normal that's is. An, yeah, what mm-hmm. my normal is. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm that, it's okay. Like, I don't need to be. Yeah. 
But now it's you have access to, well, you definitely have model attributes, so you I'm can tick work that it. box too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Listen, um, as our businesses grow, we're getting told more and more every day that we do need to be the voice and the brand of our own companies as well. It never was that case 10 years ago or more, you know. Yeah. Um, but pe- are you not finding that now as a business owner that people are wanting are more invested in you as Kate? Like, tell me more about you, Kate. Like, how do you manage your business, Kate? What, you know, what inspires you Kate like are people showing yeah. interest in yes. you now yeah and I have people contacting me like can I meet with you mm-hmm. I'd love to have a coffee with you I'd could you mentor purpose? me? Mentoring, right. Yeah, give okay. me some tips and stuff. How do you, like I've got one store, how do I get to four? Oh, the scaling question. Yeah. yeah. And like I could talk about that a lot because that was such a big like obstacle for me because I was always like, okay, I've done one. Like, mm. How do I, how do I do that? I used to literally meditate on that because I did not know. And I was like, how long were you at one for? How long did you have? A long time. Um, it was, Oh my gosh, I don't even know now, but it was probably like four years. Four years, yeah. And so you, your first Three store was where? What location? Roxborough Park. Roxborough Park. Oh, in cool. my parents' garage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you still have uh, a Roxborough Park location? I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I couldn't move because it's it was such a new developing area that they just didn't yeah. have retail stores. I mean, yeah. I had the means to go in at a certain point, but I just couldn't find anything where unless I went go? into a warehouse. And mm. who wants to go get laser done in a warehouse with yeah. all? tradies everywhere yeah. like no one would, would want to walk or drive around there yeah, right. so you got no foot traffic in the warehousing um, locations but so then where was have the you next been to Roxborough Park? <laughs> uh, I've been through it yeah there's a, through isn't there well I don't really know anyone there but there's a shopping center in Roxborough Park? yeah it's yeah, definitely a huge growth now yeah. it's, it's developed a lot but 10 years ago it was still mm-hmm. a new suburb yeah right. um, or newish and um, so there wasn't a lot of retail space there still isn't a lot, but no. So that was your first location. So then, where where did you open second location? Then I went to Mooney Ponds. Mooney Ponds. So why Mooney Ponds? Everyone told me don't do it. Okay, really? It wow. was at the time it was flooded, but it wasn't so much flooded. With it was a lot of beauty there. Like mm-hmm. every bloody five store was it was a store beauty, was a yeah. beauty salon. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot of laser there, so but there was, but this wasn't a lot and. It was definitely very crowded, but I've been there now like over six years, I think, mm. maybe six years. So I've seen a lot of businesses and beauty-based businesses come and go um, because the industry, like every couple of years, changes mm-hmm. the dynamics of the mm-hmm. industry, the clientele, and mm-hmm. the client expectation changes because yeah. it sort of levels out. Mm-hmm. Initially, when Laser started, it was it was crazy. It was a huge growth, yeah. And I was in the middle of that, mm-hmm. so it was a lot for me to try to keep up with, mm. but. And that was a high street location, right? Like you're on a high street amongst other stores where your clinic not really. is? Not really. Now it is. Okay. So it was but not when you first It was a little bit it. more, you know, obscure location. Okay. okay. But that didn't stop it because it then, like I said, it was just such an exploding, booming industry. So word of mouth is what got you to grow. It's really basic, black and white word of mouth. You didn't have Instagram. I didn't, I didn't know then. how. I didn't know anything about marketing. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything about business. I uh-huh. didn't. I didn't even be, get involved in strategy and business way of thinking mm-hmm. until well and truly the last three four years mm. so the whole because i never went into it thinking i'm going to do i'm going to start a business mm. it was wow. just no no so when you opened up mini <laughs> ponds did you still have roxborough park yep. at that point yeah it's not in your parents garage at that point i'm guessing 
Probably still was. Still was? Okay, cool. Yeah. So you, you've got more people now because you can't do two by yourself. You've yeah. got a couple of my staff members staff still at this mem- point. Yeah, my first staff member ended up becoming my business partner for my second location. Okay, cool. But then there was a fallout and oh. I took it back. Back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you said Because <laughs> I got, I got yeah. pregnant and then, uh-huh. and then I didn't know what pregnancy does to you. And then, mm. so yeah, it was difficult um, upholding my responsibilities as a sick you know, Ooh, yeah. you know, I'm pregnant woman going through morning sickness yeah. and stuff. So there was a bit of issue there, and so we had a falling out. But and I was like, just take it all on a dare. Yeah. And then and then my partner was like, oh no, you don't. He's <laughs> like, I will not let you give anything away. So I was yeah. like, okay, well. And then we, because you're feeling exhausted, you're depleted, your energy is being stretched in so many yeah. locations. So it's very hard to stay focused at that point. So hard. good on him for keeping you back yeah. in line. In yeah, the sense, he was you like, know. you've just. Um, you know, you've sort of forgotten who you are. Yeah, and you've worked your ass off for this for so yeah. many years. But um, yeah. it, it is easy to, once you've had the, not even had the baby yet, but once you get pregnant, to stay focused. And I think for a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, particularly the feedback I get a lot or the questions I get a lot is that managing the mum work thing as well. Yeah. And it was absolutely one and it still is that my biggest challenge is being the mum. Yeah. And I'm not talking about any guilt at all i have very little mum guilt i'm i know the harder i work and the more successful i become even when, with my failures and her watching me come through the failures it's all good for my kid to mm. see that for yeah. her mum these are yeah. great um lessons for her to observe she don't want no woman sitting at home waiting for her to come back from school how yeah. boring i know yeah. she doesn't because she's my dna and i would yeah. have been bored out of my brain my mum works every day in mm. my life so i i know what she will need the <clears throat> um guidance and mentoring and all that kind of stuff so there's no guilt there but it's still hard to manage because we're women and we've mm. got hormones and we've got so much responsibility yeah and no, i was refreshing what you said because i i have still a little bit conflicted with that like yeah. i well, your I babies do get are guilt. young you have a one-year-old and a what's the um five-year-old Rome, and a one-year-old romans five yeah oh pretty much in the next month oh, or so gosh, yeah so, so five and a one-year-old so i do get mom guilt yeah well that's yeah. because also you do want to spend time with the kids right so yeah because i feel like every torn. time you step away mm. it's good to come back because you're reinvested in like you know mm-hmm. you it's exciting to go back to your mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. after going all day and actually being productive as yeah. af and then yeah, you yeah. know doing so well you're like you come back you're interested in being around them so much you're into it you know yeah, um of course it realign it realigns your focus it's it so good for you but then sometimes it takes time to rebond again yeah i know and it's like oh what were we doing that last time mm-hmm. that was so funny mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we had we made up this song or we mm-hmm. did this and it's like oh we forgot it and then it's not the same that's okay you come up with so a then, new song it's fine so then yes so it's like getting into that mum yeah. mode like taking yeah. that other hat off and yeah. putting that other hat on but yeah. doing it fully yeah that's sometimes where i struggle because yeah. i'm always working being an entrepreneur you know someone yeah i get that and someone um far better um articulated than i'm going to i'm sure i'm going to screw this up right now but you know that whole thing i'm like you're always on the phone in front of the kid and that's so not good you've got to make sure that you you know turn the laptop off or turn the put the phone down yeah put Mm. the phone down around the kid and i'm like 
One moment, please, everybody. If you just give me a moment, let me explain this for you. And I'm actually really good at putting the phone down because mm. I don't see my kid all day. Um, in fact, I haven't seen her since yesterday morning. You oh, know? Wow. Uh, so okay. she stayed over and she may stay over tonight as well. So I may not see her for 48 hours. It's a long time to be without my kid. Yeah. Um, only because she's with my parents <clears throat> and she's so... I, I asked her about an hour ago, do you want me to yeah. come pick you up? And she's like, nah. <laughs> And that makes me happy because I know that she's happy. Yeah. Also, she's with my mum and dad, so I know yeah. she's She's safe getting and, spoiled. Yeah, and she's <coughs> family and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah. but putting that aside, I'm going to lose track of what I'm saying now. <laughs> um, in reference to that, I, I t the, you know, the guilt of if I don't answer the email now, what if I forget? Then your kid is like, please play with no, me all of this. Me. Yeah, and I, I get that too, Kate. But I also think of like when I was seven years old and wanting all my parents' attention, I remember it very clearly. I remember which house we were living in. I lived in 11 houses with my parents. So my memories are based on house. That's how I remember <laughs> things. Um, so this was the milk bar. And my parents, yeah. we lived in a milk bar. So the yeah. milk bar was on the bottom and the house was on top all the bedrooms were on top and what suburb were you? uh deer park in okay. the western suburbs of melbourne and um i rec remember very clearly that i never saw my dad because during the day i was at school mm. and he was working the milk bar during the day yeah. and at night um he worked in factory he worked two jobs mm. so and there was no apology for that because we needed to survive yeah right and people look at especially when you're successful as well and so you have multiple locations and you have other you know you're a mogul you've got different streams of income you've got different business types you don't need to work this hard you don't need to have the, this much because you you've got enough to put food on the table therefore you you know yeah. but it not like that if it was no. the man we would never say hey you need to stop that second job now yeah you know because you need to be more available your kid you have to do what is right for you as an individual mm. beside being a mum because your kids then understand who you are as a person because yeah. then do you want them to replicate you? and you have to question it for yourself too they're going to replicate your behavior so the behavior that you're creating is great work ethic. Mm. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And that you work hard. I'm so sick of lazy kids. I've mm. met plenty, and I'm not talking about kids as in five, six year old. I'm talking about 20 somethings yeah, that come yeah, in for yeah, interviews. Yeah. And then you ask them to do something different to what their expectation is. And it's like, huh? Uh, yeah. And it's like, Wait, where's your work ethic? Yeah, you know, where's your ability to go above and beyond? Like, can't you multitask? Show dedication. That's such a big yeah. thing for me when people show their dedication. Oh, so good. So, look, I think no one can win the mum guilt battle because it's tough. In this day and age, yeah, it's getting better. But I think, I mean, even me, for my community, there's I'm the first really business woman in my wow. probably not definitely family, but mm -hmm. extended family. Wow. Um, or to have experienced or attained a level of success mm -hmm. to the degree I have comparison to what I've come from. Yeah. So I stand out like a, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? In Dog's a, balls. <laughs> in a negative way? Um, for some people it's negative. Yeah. For, and I, I can sense that. Mm -hmm. And for some people it's like, good on you. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all. But I realise it's all about where they're at within themselves. So mm -hmm. for them to identify or, you know, notice that as a good on you, mm -hmm. it seems like you're doing what you love. So that's yeah. the most important thing. And, I mean, it's hard for me. I'm struggling. I'm, ch I'm challenged to be a good mum and a good business 
operator. Yeah. yeah. So I've definitely I definitely take off bite off more than I can chew. Right? Yeah. And then that for some people is like would look down on that because it's like pick one thing and do it well. And is being a mother not good enough? You have to do something else. Wow, like, we're still having that conversation, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, Amazing. yeah. Oh, yeah. you're so camera genic. Camera genic. Yeah, <laughs> you look great on camera. I was thinking that about you. Mm, um, I've got a laptop hiding my. You have issues. way more experience being on camera than me. <laughs> I don't have enough experience, and I'm yeah. not really that comfortable in front of the camera. But for you, anything? Mini? Most. Oh, thank you. Okay, I appreciate it. Most people are, by the way. So it's not yeah. natural. To I don't think I'll yourself. ever get used to it. So it's okay. You don't yeah. have to. But yeah. So yeah. I think um, yeah, I definitely see a lot of women that are just like so just comfortable and content with being a mum mm-hmm. and. Like, that's okay they can judge yeah. you they can judge yeah. me or you and us yes but see i feel like but it, the tables could turn and i can say well you know i could mm-hmm. be judgmental as well mm-hmm. and say stuff as well but i yes i, don't, I can't <laughs> i don't want to because i'm like being a mom is a beautiful thing and i respect that so mm-hmm. much but for me i like the idea of creating i mm. want to be involved in mm-hmm. making magic happen in yes. the world i don't want to just leave it to the men to do yeah because we have a lot to offer as women and i think you know behind every great man there is a woman the influencing neck. the neck them. so i think <laughs> but it's true though and, and i think it's it's now it's time for women to do what as they see have their own vision and mm-hmm. then maybe have their partner support them i mm-hmm. feel like i have this circumstance that yeah. I, in my lifetime so my partner i have the vision and yeah. he's like you know the workhorse behind helping so is your husband uh, fully part of the business yes i employed wow. him Ooh. a couple of years ago <laughs> so Ooh. i made him quit his but the yeah. funny thing is this yeah. is the most funny thing so he actually studied business entrepreneurship specifically oh in marriage literally made in heaven this is yeah. a perfect match and yeah. then i studied nothing other than beauty <laughs> therapy and go. but the thing is i have a tendency to have a vision and and the i guess the desire to create or mm-hmm. or make something happen and he's very much methodical so he so he can execute it yeah, yeah. and he'll look at my ideas and he'll be like yep it's got legs or not mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. generally he's supportive mm-hmm. and just by nature so he tends to sort of go along with what my ideas are and, yeah and he'll be guided by me a lot and mm-hmm. i'll be guided by him but in terms of the vision and creative side that's not always his strong point no so he's very methodical and he's like okay if that's what we're going to do this mm-hmm. is the process and i'm going to roll that out mm-hmm. so it's so good for me because yeah, i get to just so, be you're creative so <laughs> lucky it's awesome because you yeah. got someone that also is invested <clears throat> emotionally too you know okay. as your husband as the father of your children like he is invested as much as you are yeah and that's very hard to find in an employee right and he loves business yeah like he's really business into business that's his and, thing yeah yeah he loves mm-hmm. it so i mean there are times where like if i've been pregnant or mm-hmm. I'm, i've just had my baby i'm just like i check it out yeah i check out a business of mode and i put yeah. my mum hat on and mm-hmm. and he's all in at and that point rolling, yeah. that's when he kicks in yeah gear because he's like you're not doing you're not involved so i'm <laughs> doing it and, and he loves it oh how long have you guys been together um uh, me and paul have been we celebrate i think 10 years oh, 11 years wow. but only married for six six and two gorgeous children you make yeah. beautiful babies are we having more babies okay um <laughs> i thought it was just me that thought that <laughs> but i'm glad I'm yeah no them. they're they're um, gorgeous i would love to i've yeah. i've had visions of yeah all my kids 
And really? And you've been right so far? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's a bit scary because I'm like, oh. Ooh, the last person I had in here uh, read my, she was a, um, a psychic medium. So maybe you're psychic medium too. Tell Look, me. I grew up <laughs> I grew up with my parents and my dad in particular always like pushing away from that type of stuff. Mm, like, no, nah, yeah. we don't, no, no cup reading, mm-hmm. no part, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm, so I think, mm-hmm. no, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always like not been in, into it all my life it's like the same with alcohol there yeah. was never you can never find alcohol in my house uh-huh. so it's always something that i don't particularly yeah, i'm not yeah. a big fan of yeah because i just didn't grow up with it yeah gotcha now i'm a little bit more into the red <laughs> wine but um but it's just not something that you know it's all those things that your upbringing has so much of an so impact on your influence. life yeah. and as you get older you realize oh i'm like this because of this yeah all of this so stuff good influence. and bad but um yeah yeah, so so Paul and yourself have uh, been together 10 plus years, married six, two gorgeous kids, and now you are officially, not now, but you um, work in the business together yeah. as well. You employed him, three, did, did you say, three years so ago? Cool. Three yeah. years ago. That's so cool. I love that. I was like, that. you need to quit your job and yeah. start working with me. Uh-huh. Because he helped me on the side with odd things, yeah. but it was just like, and I was doing everything, but I was just wasn't coping. But I yeah. didn't even realise. Like now when I think about how much I was doing, Mm. or trying to do mm-hmm. it was ridiculous and yeah so when i said please like just do it we'll be fine like yeah. we're, i'm doing well on my yeah. own like if you but jump take in, the help because <laughs> look how much the business has changed gears though because like yeah. the, i'm seeing i'm visualizing now the change in direction of the company and it's sort of yeah. in line when paul has come in full time so that yes. kind of makes sense i think it worked because if if he didn't come in and i was starting to have kids and then he was doing his own business or his own job mm-hmm. or whatever he's having his own career i don't think my business would have done as well but mm. you can't take time off you can't close your doors Mm-mm. for a couple of years and then mm-hmm. go, oh, we're just going to reopen the mm-hmm. store. Like, business like needs that. to continue. Mm-hmm. So he would, you know, facilitate that Fantastic. moving forward of it. And even if it wasn't executed as well as I would, because I know the ins and outs of a, mm. of a clinic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. But he could go in and, you know, show his face and be like, yeah, it makes a still people deal. in charge. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss is here. Um, so you, after Mooney Ponds, you opened a third one. Which yep. one's that? That was South Meringue. South Meringue. And then you've got a fourth, is that right? Brunswick. And Brunswick. Yeah. Okay. So South Meringue and Brunswick, how long have they been around for? Uh, so South Meringue's maybe like four years. Oh, wow. Okay. And Brunswick's probably just hitting third year. Yeah. Okay. Do yeah. you guys have visions for more or is four enough? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should say, but I'm actually working on a franchise model at the moment. Okay, cool. So, so you would be the franchisor? Yeah. 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 So, so to franchise out the business. Yeah. yeah so I'll, at this point, I don't think I can take on any more myself as, as personally owned. Yeah. Um, but I would love to grow the business to have take on new franchisees. Yeah. Cool. We talk about this all the time. Um, we actually did a uh, project, I'm going to call it five years ago, where we researched whether mm. we want to do that to franchise out Ottoman 3 Brow Bar. Yeah. Um, and after six months of heavy, heavy number crunching, yeah. um, research development, and I went and spoke to other franchisors of different uh, business types. Yeah. Um, but still franchisors uh, to really understand what it would be like to be a franchisor as opposed to being a franchisee, which right. I have more exposure to. Right. Um, and then there's the franchisor um, or franchise 
Expo, they call it, okay. um, each year here in Melbourne as well. Yeah. So I still get the bloody emails. <laughs> um, but anyway, I went through the whole project and in the end, the conclusion was I didn't want to do it. And the reason for that is, I, and I'm so glad that I went through the project though, because mm. we went through a, we went through a lot of data as well. Profitability-wise was fine. Okay. So you can make money. That ticks that box. Um, it was what you are at the end of it. So I would no longer be really managing beauty and brows and cosmetics and all the things that I'm truly passionate about. I would be running numbers. Business. Yeah. Just business. And that's not why I actually I'm did the exact same about. thing probably three, four years ago. Mm. And it just turned into more of a legal it was yeah. very lot contracts, yeah. System doing all of that stuff which yeah. it was very dry. Mm. And I thought that's more what the But you've got Paul now. So he was pushing the whole thing. Yeah. And he was like, let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, yeah. pulling back, pulling back. And yeah. I think if I was in, because he was already in, and if I said mm-hmm. yes, it would have been done. Yeah. Now, when I think about it, I should have mm. done it because this was many years ago before the when franchise hot, yeah. train took off. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it is what it is. Things happen for a reason. And I, and so I, you it think he'll do it now or no? I'm looking still into doing it again. Yeah. And even if I don't, I mm. would still like to put together my systems in such a way that as if I was a franchise. So then I have... You should from a process point of view. Processing, sure. protocols, all yeah. of that stuff. Just because I like being organized in mm-hmm. my mind. I mm-hmm. always think I'm... Well, that's I'm how you scale. You, you can only scale if you have the processes in place for them to be replicated. Yeah. As I though love you're that. Not like, yeah. I love just streamlining everything. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Like just if... like. When something takes an hour, and I know it could have taken half an hour if I had a proper mm-hmm. process, mm-hmm. that gets me. So yeah. I feel like, um, let's work on let's this. Let's fix that. So I'm working on an employee manual at the moment, which has been 10 years in the making. Yeah. But um, my goal is to next year actually finish it and it's be perfect. Yeah. Ours is called the Brow Bible. Mm. So every process and policy and procedure is all in the Bible. Yeah. So and you it's a it. work in progress. It's never finished. It's always it is. growing. That's true. Yeah. You can always update. So we it. change, you know, and we evolve yeah. as a business as well. Now, five dollar eyebrow. You can get a ten dollar eyebrow, and mm. the most common is fifteen. Right. Okay. So the average brow in those sweatshops, in the shopping centers with the mid-mall kiosk and whatnot, is about 15 bucks. Mm. So when you're comparing a $15 service to a $34, right, so you're talking more than double, mm. people are questioning why. Right. Rightly so as well. And my response to that first and foremost is they're under charging you because they're running an illegal operation first and foremost do you think that that person is getting paid superannuation do oh you gosh. think she's being paid above the table not under the table do oh you even God. know that she's probably not even getting paid i interview all these people oh. okay so I, this is first-hand knowledge okay, this is a new dimension yeah for me. well i deal with it and i talk i try to do you many times we've contacted the government about this and say go to that brow bar and deal with this immigration issue that you have the owner has right. literally right. not paid the staff member because they sponsored them to come so uh, it's like for, their payment yeah which is illegal you cannot do that or yeah. they don't have the right visa requirements mm. so they've got people that are not on the right visas working for them 
all right so or they, if they are paying them they're paying them cash and they're paying them for anything from five to ten bucks an hour how now, would you communicate how you want your brows done with someone you don't just... <laughs> and so you're dealing with someone oh, then you're talking about training and technique that's yeah. a whole other conversation I can go into yeah but first and foremost just talking about the operating costs of a business mm. the two highest operating costs and I'm pretty sure yours would be similar is wages wages <laughs> and rents right and my rents are rocket high because one I'm in major shopping centers and two in really high foot tracking locations the yeah. rent is not the same in every does corner of the shopping center what, the what truck, do you mean does it like the rental expense cancel in out the theory truck, yes like, yeah okay <laughs> yeah in theory yes so you can get find cheaper rent in the same shopping center but it's in the basement somewhere right but if you just have to be at that shopping center you can find one that would be maybe a bit more reasonable but you're not going to yeah. have the you know the the street front or the the foot traffic that you want so everything mm. comes at a cost but that's a whole other podcast and my yes. dislike for how landlords are not discounting rents in this retail recession that we're in right now yeah so there are loads of issues going on but when someone is being charged 15 bucks and it is from an illegal trade versus Ottoman 3 who's never paid a dollar cash in hand in its 10 plus years we're 10 and a half years old I'm really proud to say that but the reason that I've kept my books super clean is I have a goal to sell my business one day not yeah. today not even tomorrow but one day yeah. I hope to sell it so I do need to show every dollar coming in because it makes the buyer more attractive obviously yeah, you know kind of thing so that's the agenda whereas that cheap little <laughs> knockoff and um sweatshop they don't have an intention to sell or you know not in the likes of where we're going yeah so there's different um they're kind of know. in survival mode yeah they're just they're quick bucks as well they're yeah. there to make their money today and today. it doesn't matter if they're not there tomorrow yeah and then you've got training and development so do you yeah. want someone that has had no training doesn't understand um the anatomy of brows or hair for that matter touching your face if the answer is yes good luck to you mm. and your brows you well, yeah i don't know too much about the brow business mm. but um we do both deal with hair. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's We're similar. Similarity. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I do see major differences in prices and mm. I think it's got a lot to do. I, From my perception, it's got a lot to do with branding and then obviously mm-hmm. the training and mm-hmm. your location. Mm-hmm. Like your, when you walk that. into one of your stores, it's obviously done well. Mm-hmm. I would you. pay for that. I would pay yeah. for a better experience. Like for me, environment is so important. Atmosphere is so yeah. important. And we're talking about $34 by the way, you know, not $340. Yeah. yeah. It's not that I just feel like your face is worth that investment. Brows. It's your face. It frames your face. Dude, you don't want an average person I'm doing someone it. someone who has spent thousands on my brows. Listen, we've talked for so long and we haven't even talked about press play. How old is press play or how young is it? Since, like, oh, I, launched so it, really look, I launched it early, late or early 2008. So it's only been around technically two years. Okay, I think. <laughs> so obviously people listening to this um, and not, don't have a visual, if you haven't seen Press Play, but go to their Instagram account. It's just Press Play Cosmetics. Is that what you handle it? Yeah. Yep. Press Play Cosmetics. And um, just so you can see it, it is the most aesthetically beautiful makeup compact I honestly have ever seen. It's beautiful. And I cannot work out how I was introduced to it because I've been seeing it on Instagram for so long. But 
you were so kind to send it to me a couple of months ago just before I went to Vegas. Perfect timing. It was <laughs> such good timing. You were so kind and you sent it to me and you made sure I got it just before I flew out. The, and I got it the day before I flew out. So you were so lovely. Perfect. Anyway, I get it. I, I didn't even have time to really look at it and it came in the, the packaging, everything, unit card and loved it all, right? Then I get to Vegas and it's like, all right, let's open this baby. Let's see what it is. And I'm sitting by the pool. By, I'm on my own, by the way. I was meant mm. to be in Vegas with a friend and she couldn't turn up. So anyway, I go to the pool by myself and I sit there and I'm sitting next to these women. The pool was packed, right, um, at the Venetian Hotel. And these women were definitely 55 plus. There was about four of them. And um, they're all talking to each other. I'm on my own. I sit at the end. I open up and you sent me the black one. It comes in white and black, right? Yeah. And it's like a, just to try and explain to the listeners, it's um, a rectangular, uh, maybe you should explain what it is. <laughs> uh, no, I'm so attached and emotionally connected to it. Yeah. I always struggled to talk about it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, just what it looks like. It was sort of inspired by the iPhone ah. and the convenience of an iPhone. Wow. Um, there you go. Did you get that? No, no I didn't. <laughs> no, I knew nothing so about it. So whole, the whole design is like, it's just basically, it's a smartphone size compact. <sighs> It's only slightly bigger than your iPhone. iPhone, cool. And yeah, and it's just like imagine a cigarette, like those Zippo cigarette lighters, just yes. flip open, and you've got you know your tubes of every single like. So the, our whole thing is every product is in the same exact packaging. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a lip gloss or a mascara, mascara or yeah. a brow pencil or mm-hmm. concealer, it all just it all goes in the same packaging. Yeah, which was a nightmare to too because it was all custom and oh i don't want to that's another conversation but um yeah so and then there's a powder compartment on the bottom with a mirror and there's a lot of magnets in there so to make it all work and hold and function as as best as it possibly can and the whole thing is it's just intuitive and it's about having a compact that's just not not just a bronzer and you're gonna and you're wasting that space in your handbag like it's you know your handbag is Prime real estate. Yeah, yeah. You I want know. to just maximize as much as you can. I think when I was a mum, I just was running out of hands and baby bags and my own handbag. Mm-hmm. Over time, my handbags are getting smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. Mm-hmm. Back pain's getting more and more. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted something that had the ability to have almost every product that I would use for a full face. It doesn't replace my vanity. I've still got all the brands. I love makeup and mm-hmm. all the other brands, but it's mm-hmm. just something that's like a quick peace of mind I've got anything if I want to go from the gym to work from work to gym or mm-hmm. you know impromptu dinner date after work mm-hmm. and some days at work I don't wear any makeup but then mm-hmm. I want to run out and go meet a friend for it's like dinner. a touch-up thing yeah, yeah and then a I quick just touch take up. that out and it's, yeah. it's there and it's not heavy and it's got eight products in there or seven products in there multifunctional products yeah. so and it's so beautiful like it's that cool thing that you want to pull out of your bag and let yeah. me tell you when i pulled it out of my pool bag this black little slick iphone inspired now that i know <laughs> uh like you said it's it the when you open it guys it's like the zippo lighter right you said yeah so you open it up and inside the makeup are in tubes so the tubes um like there was a concealer or a mascara a lip gloss and you call it face paint Is that yeah right? so it could be used for multiple things not just lip, yeah you can use like it for cheek, cheek or um, bron- um contouring yeah cool yeah so i it's the first time i'm really looking at it so i'm actually mesmerized i'm sitting by the pool in my g-string bikini <laughs> <laughs> anyway just giving everyone a visual um and i'm 
playing with her, right? So I'm pulling out the tubes, I'm looking, looking at the name, I'm doing swatches on my hand, I'm also Instagramming it and tagging you and saying thank you and all that kind of stuff. And in the meantime, I've created a stir by the pool. These wow. women were like, excuse me, but what is that? Is that? <laughs> and I'm like, it's called Press Play Cosmetics. It's from Australia, da, 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 you know, and I was like your number one advocate. But it literally stopped traffic at the pool. And it's, and it's something that I love to have in my bag because um, it's just, I like, aesthetically, I like pretty things. It's, yeah. And it's not cutesy, it's sophisticated mm. and it serves a purpose. So today I'm wearing the concealer, I'm wearing the mascara, I'm wearing the liquid eyeliner and the gloss. Thank you. And that's why I look so hot today. <laughs> <laughs> you do look so good today. But I, I, I I've it. had a lot of interest from America, actually. Mm. I think America is like literally the land of opportunity and anything innovative anything different is always sort of Mm -hmm. like they interested in that but yeah i've had a lot of interest and um yeah so like have a couple of agents there they really love the brand and push it so i don't know i just think in america it's it is a big market so there's a lot of opportunity there 330 million yeah and counting and also the government is very pro small business there too so the um tax the tax breaks and the tax rates are so much lower over in America, thanks to the Trump um, government. I know people don't like Trump, but oh, whatever. That is amazing. Paul um, would love that. You can um, thank him for that. that. I'm very pro all of that stuff. I'm yeah. pro anybody that helps um, the economy, period. Yeah. I don't care what colour your hair is. I don't care. I yeah. just want to live in an environment that is fair and an equal playing ground for all, and it is not the case in Australia at all. Mm. You see what the tax um, rates are for small business. You have mm. to go through that all day, every day. And then there's this yeah. dumbass tax called payroll tax, which I find so bloody insulting. Yes. Um, and then you've got all of these other taxes that go all over the place. And literally, it makes sure that small business can't do a certain amount. The yeah. government has got so much control over us here to say, yeah, we're going to let you do stuff but, but you're just enough. just enough that we still own you and yeah. control you in america it's like let's drop the tax yeah. go off and do your shit and help this economy thrive mm. that is what is happening in america now it wasn't like that for yeah a very no, long time. i agree with that that's i de- i definitely feel that um it's discouraging it's so discouraging because every time you get yourself on it like you get some momentum it's like yeah, you just get hit with the next bill. the next thing and the next mm-hmm. thing and the next thing and, and like, it's always the government Always yeah. the government, and it's so bad. So I'm trying it's like my. We're in bed with them. <laughs> yeah, we are, and um, I'm not getting any pleasure whatsoever. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm doing really. I'm working so hard to try and get on Mark Boris's podcast, the mentor, because he yeah. has a ve- he has a very similar view on this as well, and he's real badass. You know, Western suburban Sydney, Western suburban. Yeah. Um, and he's you know in his sixties now, so he's been campaigning and and doing this stuff for so much longer than us um, but really understanding how the government is inhibiting us but how we can also work with them to try and just let them understand we are the biggest provider of employment in the country small business yeah we provide 70 percent of jobs for this country really yeah so why okay. aren't they looking after us you know okay, how are you punishing us for doing well by adding more taxes on top so you're always capping our success yeah it's so discouraging and i'm very passionate about it particularly at the moment because you know i'm in the heart of it right now and right. And, and i'm like come on dude 
but anyway yeah no i i totally feel that it's like just you want to grow but then as, as much as you want to grow there's so many like obstacles yeah. that come up it's like why bother you know for who am i doing it for but anyway so what's the future of press play well, so far, I'm very excited about it. And next year, we're looking at more retail. Um, so talking to more retail, we have form- reformulated our whole product range, awesome. which is exciting. Um, so I feel like our product range is now at a point where it's like ready for retail mm. because the formulations are so great mm. and oh, exciting. We're getting mm. some fragrances. <gasps> we're launching that fragrance. would work perfect in there. Yeah. So what is it? What do I call it? Like capsule. it's a capsule. That's the you can say compact like, capsule. It's not a compact capsule. Capsule, but oh yeah, love it. Yeah, and, and I love the terminology, right? Yeah, no, you have to. When no. you say compact, sometimes people might think, oh, it's a powder compact. Yeah, it's no, so it's much more than that. So much more than that. And I so, love. Oh my god, I've had the strongest deja vu right now. <laughs> so big time. Okay, I see amazing things for your capsule. I really do. And the name? How did you get? the name press play press play um i think initially i imagined it something a lot more sci-fi style like it was like when you don't know of the limitations when you're making a product you just think oh anything's possible but then it turns out no you just get told (laughs) no half the time yeah you can't do that what Mm. world do you live in but Mm. um the idea was you press the um the product and and product comes out and any color and any sort of you know, shade or whatever you mm. wanted, it comes out. And it was like, it's fun. You press play. And then everyone else had sort of like chimed in on that. It was like, press play on your day. Don't be held back by, oh my you know, God, so just press amazing. play on your day and, and just keep moving. And that's what that's what I wanted as a, you know, young mum. I didn't want to be held back by, oh, I forgot this. I've got to go run in the house and go grab this and that. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. oh, this is not in my handbag or I've left this. And I'm the type, like, I have makeup everywhere. It's in my handbag. It's in my glove box. It's mm-hmm. in my work it's at my desk and mm. i just thought i just want to simplify my makeup routine and i just want a vanity of makeup and then i just want something in my bag but it's all contained mm-hmm. and then whatever's in my handbag is just my go-to mm-hmm. peace of mind i've no i've got this if i need anything yeah and it's a confidence thing when you look good you feel good and yeah. you know when you feel like you've that that just rings so true to me like i just feel like when i've got a little bit of mascara and a little bit of lipstick on i just makes the world a difference sometimes i know i'm also big on now not wearing makeup on seven days because i wear it so much that on those days um i feel good when i know my skin is clean and clear and all that kind of stuff and then the next day when i do need to wear makeup i'm like oh maybe i should (laughs) i need some more of that But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And for those of you that were on my Instagram today, you would have seen me this morning applying it and stuff. It, it really is beautiful and it's mm. quite an experience. And it's kind of – it's not just putting on makeup. You're, you're, you're having an experience with it too, mm. which I think is just so clever. So I think a lot, we're getting a lot more feedback with customers. And I'm learning I'm learning the whole business thing. Like mm. by through making mistakes, like mm. – there's so many things failing forward yeah mm-hmm. but yeah sort of investing in the wrong things i guess earlier on and not what i am doing now mm-hmm. but um and i'd love to talk about that mm-hmm. just because it's so important for young give us one or, example maybe of well, where you invested incorrectly perhaps okay so initially i invested instead of investing in marketing i invested in pr and i feel like that mm. was it wasn't a big mistake but i felt like um pr is not something that's gonna get you sales Mm-mm. marketing is mm-hmm. so either you you need to do them either 
simultaneously mm-hmm. or if you have to pick one or the other you're better off doing marketing mm-hmm. so that's a tip like if you mm-hmm. want if you've got a brand you want to launch it you can do pr and launch it and do all that stuff which is so great. for the listeners to understand that so when you're referring to pr i'm assuming you're referring to getting press releases out yeah getting editorials advertorials yeah. whether it's traditional media or digital media and all that kind of yeah, and having an like, agency as well yeah like press play's been in every magazine i've seen claire mary claire yeah. you name it overseas so there's value there it is amazing to now for perception as well yeah but now come off the back of that and Mm. do marketing it's all worse so when you refer to marketing what are you talking about digital marketing digital stuff so your instagrams and influencer type stuff yeah so that works a lot better now in Mm. that sequence but i mean i would have loved to have done it the other way around honestly i did it the other way around yeah no difference no mm-hmm. no well now mm-hmm. i'm doing for me though okay. i'm in a, i'm in a more service-based business though right so but this has been a, more it's, a, it's a whole new world in terms of the level of success that we're noticing mm-hmm. and seeing uh with just the marketing like mm-hmm. it's amazing like it's really amazing and yeah. seeing press play is becoming what it is becoming like mm. there's a value you can evaluate the business but yeah. your instagram page is fantastic both of them are actually you've done really really well with your insta we just can't crack instagram it is just killing us why uh i was on instagram before pretty much anyone i was mm. on facebook before anyone but mm. never can get the numbers don't know i feel like i mean i've had big time agencies work on it I've had, um, sorry about that, I've had multiple people work on it, so I've had loads of people check it all out. Uh, like uh, our Ottoman 3-1 is only at 5,000, and that's after years and years and loads of funds being invested Wow. In. Me personally, two th- oh, I'm almost at 3,000 now, um, and but I'm talking huge amount of time and money investment for very little just, return. It is, yeah, it's amazing. Like people don't follow as easily as, they used to before. Oh, yeah, it's I'm not in that. I was never in the space when it first happened. Yeah. Even Facebook, I was always delayed. Yeah. Um, but I've had people work on my account. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's not my area. Mm-hmm. I like when I first launched the company, mm-hmm. I was so invested in the formulation, yeah, the product, the, yeah. the branding was yeah. so important to me. Yeah. Which is stunning. Yeah. I think so you nailed it. I think I spent just six months on a logo. At that point, which I now look back and I'm like, that's so crazy. I wouldn't do that. But yeah. at that point, it was so important to me because you had I had a vision. Yeah. And now it's so easy to uphold that branding because it's very, for me, it's very strong of what it is. Yeah. So, And I do believe now that you need to have your brand, branding and the feel of the brand. Like when you look at it, it needs to, you know, the essence of it, I think. Uh, it's, it's so important. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. I, I think congratulations on it. It's absolutely stunning. It's resonated with me. I, again, I can't figure out that moment where I first discovered it, but mm. I definitely saw it on Instagram. Maybe Instagram? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I don't know who introduced me or whatever it may have been. But Oh, I my gosh. Okay, no, going, I have to oh, give a shout-out. I have yeah. to give a shout-out to the person who introduced me to you. Who? Is a makeup artist called Makeup by Grace. Really? She spoke highly of you and she introduced me to you on instagram we worked on a shoot together for um another company where she was the makeup artist and i helped out and um yeah and she was just talking about and she mentioned you and then i saw you and i was like oh my god i love this woman why have i never bumped into this woman before i'm like 
follow, yeah. listen and like. Yeah. And then You've been so supportive. Well, thank you, Grace, as well, Makeup by Grace, and, yeah. and yourself as well, Kate. Like, you you know how we talked at the very beginning about women being sort of bitchy and all that, and that's sort of a youth thing. But as the, don't you find, like, as we've aged as well, we just really love celebrating each other. It's a beautiful thing to see like-minded people and help lift. Like, you were one of the first people to put your hands up to want to sponsor my event next week. So I've got the Brow and uh, Business Masterclass next yeah. week. And uh, it was all women who have businesses at around 10-year mark. Oh, wow. You know? And they're like, yeah. mini, uh, what do you need? There's a connection there. Yeah, there's something like we are just bonded through that. Yeah. And there's not many of us as well. So, um, and I think that if we're the four percent we're the four percent that's right i've actually got some uh we do quirky stickers and stuff for your um laptops and stuff with funny sayings like i love bj's brow jobs um oh. and stuff like that oh um, and on our new sticker love. range i've got for i'm the four percent yeah but now yeah. you know what that means. So Love there it. you go. Well, oh, that's I'm going to take away for me. There you go. Congratulations <laughs> for being the 4%. Amazing. And four is a really good number too. So guys, um, look, I can't thank you enough for being so generous with your time and coming. No. And this is going to be a long podcast. Ever. And I thank you. I, I, I was honored that you asked me because I was actually looking at you and being so inspired by you. So when you asked Aww. me, I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. Oh, your story is amazing. And I can't believe I didn't know you were Turkish. And I think that's a big deal because when I was a child... Now we're even more rare. (laughs) We're so rare. um, But but I had no one to look up to in the business world as a woman. Nobody. My mum worked, but, you know, not in the career that she wanted. She had to quit her career because she had a family, you know. Um, So now to think that we can provide that source of guidance and stuff for each other and the next generation next generation it's so important we have a really big responsibility you know yeah so let's make them proud that's what being a boss is about a boss booty boss yeah boss responsibility (laughs) is a big thing and yeah i'm i'm so um wanting to be a part of like inspiring other young women especially you in are. my community yeah in our it's community. so important it's so important because we never had anyone I, I, I don't know if you did i definitely didn't not when i was a kid yeah you know so this next generation we've got all of my younger cousins now they're just a bloody amazing they're doctors and engineers and all these scientists of some sort and stuff and i'm like man i didn't have that growing up so we're amazing we've evolved a, i can't imagine the next generation mm. it's just so cool we will i think we've made it a little bit easier Mm-hmm. paving the way yeah. for my community anyway yeah and i'm seeing so many people that work for me going out and doing their own thing so cool um and being successful yeah and that's good well that's it guys thank you so much for coming again this is episode 11 sexy legs 11 woohoo um it's been awesome i'm again thank you so much for being so generous with your time as thank well and no my pleasure and hopefully we see you next week otherwise i'll see you another time for shizzle for sure. guys we'll see you next week on the podcast thank you for your support and if you like it remember to give us a five star rating um subscribe do a screenshot for me show me um all your good stuff uh dm me on instagram it's australia's beauty boss and also press play cosmetics smart skin clinics um is what kate is all about but you know all about her now because we're you know <laughs> we're wolfgang members together bye guys